Good morning, everyone. This is your boy Wayne, aka the Pinoy Boy. This is another edition of the Pinoy Boy Files. So it's the 5th of January, 2K23. Uh, for those uh, who listen to my podcast, thank you. I do apologize. It's been a while. Um, but uh, it's definitely been uh, you know, um, a crazy start for the new year, that's for sure. You know, and um, but not crazy as in bad uh, as far as me individually. Um, but just for the year itself, you know, it's only the fifth year, fifth day of the new year, and we already have some rather um, really controversial and and scary situations that's going on here. Uh, one most notably uh, was this past Monday. Uh, when pretty much everyone was watching Monday Night Football, and um, which between the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals, and and um, during the first quarter, I mean, it wasn't even that long into it when wide receiver from the uh, Bengals, T. Higgins, and uh, Buffalo safety uh, Demar Hamlin had a pretty much a violent collision on a play, which. It appeared that um, uh, that uh, Higgins, uh, Higgins and Hamlin kind of collided violently, in which the brunt of the impact was right on Hamlin's chest, and, um, and it looked like it caused pretty much, you know, uh, a stoppage of the heart. I mean, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know um, as far as you know. What is the exact medical term? I just know that they said they had to resuscitate the man, the young man out there on the football field. Now, a lot of the old timers that's been fussing and complaining, who's been watching the game for a long time, would say, oh, well, that didn't happen for, uh, I forgot who the player was, um, but it happened back in 1971. You know, and, and I mean, let's let's face it, folks. That was '71. That was you know there was no social media, you know. There, you know, and I'm not poo-pooing what happened because yeah, I mean, I mean, football's a violent game. I mean, I could definitely attest to that, you know. And for that to happen, you know, it's really you know shocking, you know. And and what made it even more uh, somewhat um, sickening, if you will, was that for one, and again, this is just my impression, I could be wrong, but it seemed to me that the powers that be, that's Commissioner Roger Goodell, and the owners, you know, they were kind of like dragging their feet on whether they're going to make a decision. They cancel the, you know, they cancel the game or not? Because they they did give them kind of like a five minute window, you know, to get the players' minds right, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And you can see the look of horror on both benches. There was no way in hell that these guys were going to be ready to play. You have to be an absolute robot with no emotion, no type of empathy. Not to mention, you know, the players themselves, you know, they're going to be worried. Like, and, you know, am I going to be next? Am I going to be one going to get hurt? I mean, 
that's a lot. You know, you see your comrade just falling on, you know, just drop down on the ground after he bounces up and then he just falls right down. So I applaud uh, the both head coaches of the respective teams, Sean McDermott and Zach Taylor, respectively, for saying, no, nah, we're not going to play. I don't care what the owners say. Because to me, it looked like that the owners, along with uh, some of the sports media, you know, was like, wow, you know, they're going to go ahead and cancel the game? You know, really? I mean, this there's a lot riding on this game. And, you know, for, for people to have that type of mentality, shame on you. You should be ashamed for saying something like that, something incredibly insensitive. Completely asinine, and quite frankly, you're you know the ones who said it, uh, and I will go ahead and say, Skip Bayless, you sir are an asshole. Okay, yeah, you make yourself out to be this, you know, sports god, blah blah blah. You know, sorry, there's only one god, so you need to go ahead and kill that noise right here now. But the level of arrogance that you that you uh, really put yourself out there is quite nauseating. And you wonder why that your co-host of your TV show, Undisputed, Shannon Sharp, did not show up on that Monday. Because he was living. He was living on the tweet that he put out there, folks. For those who don't know, Skip Bayless basically put a tweet during the time of the incident, basically just saying, wow, we're going to cancel the game. You know, really? And even though he and he hosted that show on that on on Tuesday, trying to explain himself, trying to make himself like, oh, I couldn't sleep. I felt so bad. <laughs> you know, like now he made himself out to be like, you know, a martyr. Oh, woe is me. Feel sorry for me. Don't cry for me, Argentina. Get the hell out of here. That's so full of crap. It's ridiculous. What he should have done, because on that Wednesday, when when Shannon Sharp was trying to speak his mind, um, Skip Bayless cut him off. Say, time out, I need to speak about this. Fool, you already had the whole day to yourself talking about trying to explain yourself. I'm surprised Shannon Sharp didn't reach over that, that, that desk and smack the crap out of Skip Bayless. I mean, Shannon Sharp is about the same age as me, but he's still yoked. That brother's big. He will probably choke slam Skip Bayless scrawny behind. But nevertheless, you know, the bottom line is that the whole uh, football fans, I think the whole world is really trying to send nothing but positive vibes and prayers for this young man because... From what I read about him and heard about him, that this is a stellar young man, only 24 years old. Um, you know, he has like a kind of like a Toys for Tots type of type of setup with his foundation, and his goal was only to make you know 2,500 dollars. He wound up making at right now, last I checked, six million dollars and counting. That's unbelievable. I mean, from regular folk to celebrities. I saw 
uh, Chris wrestler Chris Jericho. He donated twice. Dwayne Johnson. I mean, there's a lot of people. You know, a lot of people. So, you know, and the last time I heard, you know, he's now breathing. You know, he's still using, you know, uh, an apparatus to help with his breathing. But at least he's still alive. And again, I thought some prayers. You know, that's bottom line. I mean, maybe, you know, through, you know, it'll have to take something like this for the NFL to finally have some type of protocol. Because you saw how long it took until they finally decided, well, I guess we need to go ahead and cancel the game. No. I mean, just like if there's a protocol for a player that, um, that might be hurt for ACLs, Achilles, whatever, or God forbid that there is, you know, an active shooter. There needs to be a contingency plan put in place when something of this magnitude happens. And Roger Goodell and the owners made themselves look out to be very selfish. So, you know, you know, at the end of the day, you really see what the owners really care about. You know, hey, you know, I paid billions of dollars for this team. I expect, uh, you know, to, you know, get my money back for my investment. You know. These are human beings. I know a lot of these football players try to carry a, a military type mentality, you know. <clears throat> uh, leave it all on the field. You know, I'm a warrior, I'm a soldier, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, it's just a game. It's just a game. Now, I try to really steer away from politics because I know that could really be a shit starter for a lot of people. But I got to put my my uh, perspective as far as what's going on right now. Two things. One, whoever voted for George Santos was, do you feel stupid now? Do you feel really dumb? Because... I know if I voted for this fraud, I would be embarrassed. I mean, George Santos lied just about everything. What does he do? I mean, does this guy, you know, collect stamps? Is he a Yankees fan or a Mets fan or a Knicks fan or a Rangers fan or an Islander fan? I mean... When he tried to make all these wild outlandish claims saying, that, oh, I'm Jewish, just to turn right around and find out that he's not. When he's saying, that, oh, I worked at this place and that place. I have 13 businesses, this, that, and the third. All these lies after lies after lies. And he, and he is insisting that he is not going to step down from his nomination as, as a representative for the state of New York and the House of Representatives. I mean, if you saw, like the last couple of days, you know, and I'll get to the other aspect in a minute, you see him in the White House, no one is around him. Whether Republican, Democrat, no one is around this goofball. The right thing to do would be to step down. 
mean, who's to say all that campaign money that he did generate if he's not using it for himself? Sounds familiar? I'm sure it does. But we're not going to get to him because I'm not wasting my time and breath talking about Sonny D. But I will talk about his acolyte, Kevin McCarthy. Now, how arrogant can you be when you just think that, oh, I got the Speaker of the, the, speaker of the House. Ain't nobody going to oppose me and already have his personal effects being moved into that office. Well, newsflash. He's, after six tries, he has yet to be confirmed the Speaker of the House. Six. Now, for those who don't know, if they can't get the House of Representatives in order, get a Speaker of the House, the ones who are newly elected can't be sworn in. Even our president, Joe Biden, was saying that this is a, an embarrassment. And it is an embarrassment. I mean, if Kevin McCarthy is not going to be uh, considered Speaker of the House, he should just fade into the background. He can still represent his state of California. He can still serve the public. That's the problem of these politicians. They, they're so knee deep in, in, in the, the, the money and they want the power and they want the fame, but they forget who do they work for? What is their official title? A public servant of the federal government. You, sir or ma'am, are a public figure a public servant of the federal government. You're not Jesus. You're not God. You're not an entity. You're not a dictator or an emperor. Get that through your thick skulls. Now, on one final note, I want to go ahead and, and um, I really want to kind of like speak on this. Because I saw the sticker yesterday, and it really, really got under my skin. And no, it wasn't people making fun of Marines or anything like that. It was a sticker that said, Black Guns Matter. Now, when I first saw the sticker, I thought it was racially motivated. You know, a play on the words of Black Lives Matter, but now there's Black Guns Matter. And so I did some digging online, and I found out that the um, the, the man behind the movement um, is, is Maj uh, Trevor or Trevor or something like that. I can't remember. But any, nevertheless, the gentleman's black. He's an angry black man. I mean, he's talking about the best way to defend yourself, have a gun. Just start shooting, you know, shoot, you know, shoot them. You know, things that happen in this world wouldn't happen if you had a gun. And, you know, you know, he's, he's an anti-vaxxer, you know, definitely is a proponent of Second Amendment rights and everything. Now, here's my spin on this. I get it. 
you know, you want to go ahead and, you know, obviously you're you're a um, a proponent, an advocate rather, of, you know, I, you know, don't take away my gun, blah blah blah. Um, but he's really putting out some racially motivated uh, shirts and everything, you know. Make thieves afraid again. You know, just little play on words. And I don't have a problem if someone wants to go ahead and invest himself in a gun to protect his family and himself. I have no problem with that. It's just that this gentleman is is really exploiting people of color. That's just my opinion. Um, I don't like the idea that... that, um, um, he 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 says one thing, but yet he goes ahead and gets on these conservative, if not right wing, uh, news shows and websites and podcasts to express his views. And I really think that this gentleman needs a checkup from the neck up. But anyhow, that's my time. I just pulled it in my garage. I do want to thank everyone for listening to my podcast again. This is your boy Wayne, a.k.a. the Pinoy Boy, signing off. As always, one love. Peace.